afternoon and welcome to the OC Eatly Podcast. This is your host, Brett, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Lolita and Amy. This afternoon, we have a super fun show to share with you guys. Uh, we're going to get into what you would think is every American's favorite food group. I think you can actually categorize it as its own group, and it <laughs> is the All Hallowed Hamburger. We'll talk about its origins any lore surrounding the hamburger, lore. what we love about it, what we would like to see more from our hamburger life, and anything else. <laughs> so stay tuned, and uh, we'll get right back to you. OC Eatly is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, We've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. So I'll get started, and I want to share a little bit of history uh, about the hamburger. I think everyone thinks that it is, uh, we've talked in the past about that it is like a quintessential American food. Um, what is American food? Like hamburger comes to mind, but uh, it goes way back to uh, first, not necessarily first, but let's go back to Germany and then we can even go to Russia and then even further east uh, to the Mongol Empire. We're traveling all over the world today. We, we are. are. Uh, and this is uh, staying true to the, uh, Brett is going to share history facts every week with us now, so it's slowly morphing into a history podcast, but um, what do you guys think? Uh, do you have any um, input on where you think the hamburger came from? Any opinions before I share my thorough, thorough research that was <laughs> done before our show? That was conducted 10 minutes before, yes. <laughs> before we came into this room. Yeah. When I think of hamburger, I think of Hamburg. Uh-huh. Right. German. Okay. Right. The Count of Hamburg. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think that was a character. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was yeah. just like, wait, what? Yeah. I agree. Germany. Okay. Germany. Mm-hmm. So, in the 13th century, <laughs> the great Mongol warrior Genghis Khan oh. and his riders would actually keep raw ground meat under their saddles for both ease of transportation and convenience of consumption. Um, legend has it that these people would ride for uh, like a day on end, literally with no brakes wow. to stop. They wouldn't get off their horses. So they're riding the whole time, um, just like many of us are sitting in traffic the whole time. So no chance to get out of <laughs> Not sitting car. on a burger. <laughs> well, we didn't have to sit on a burger at that point, but uh, they did because there was really no other else uh, to store the ground meat. And uh, since they didn't have somewhere to necessarily prepare or cook a uh, barbecued burger or a grilled burger, they had to consume it raw. So to help the consumption of this raw meat, they would actually tenderize it under their saddles. And it's a uh, nice way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> Under their saddle. Yeah. So you How can they imagine. grind it? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it was like shredded, like say they like kill some type of uh, oxen. Or, it's probably not ground like we think or, of it. Or yeah. like an elk. Yeah. yeah. It's probably like loosely shredded, fine, fine yeah. shred. And then they would form it into patties and flatten it under their uh, saddles. So um, first it, it was actually brought west as uh, Genghis Khan's grandson, Kublai Khan, Invaded oh. uh, Kublai, Kubla, Kublai Khan, I think mm-hmm. is how you would mm-hmm. say it. Yep. Um, 
it was during his invasion of Moscow where they actually brought this ground beef uh, to Moscow, and then the Russian chefs and, and people in the Russian culinary world, whether it's you know <laughs> families at home or, or people in restaurants, actually adopted this style of meat. So ground meat, they started adding onions and spices mm-hmm. to it, oh, and wow. um, this is where we get the term uh, steak tartar, ah. because the oh. Russians called the Mongols the Tartars. And then it went, right? I mean, it must have made its way to Poland, another Eastern European country, because at the Polish restaurant I like in Santa Monica, yeah. they have tartare. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. Um, now. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> <laughs> the story does not end there. <laughs> um, there's more to it, like we know. Uh, you're, th- you're wondering, well, where does Hamburg come into play? So Hamburg is a, a port city in Germany. And as trade between Russia and Germany expanded, I believe in the uh, 1600s. Sorry, that was our producer Zen. What is he already sneezed. (laughs) (laughs) Zen, you're gonna have to go produce from outside of the room. (laughs) That's what I can do about that. But during the 1600s, as trade uh, between Hamburg and Moscow uh, increased. Uh, the sailors who were going between these two cities would uh, start exchanging these goods. So uh, sailors from uh, Hamburg would go to Re- go to Moscow and they would say, hey, like this is a dish that we should bring back. And so it started to gain popularity in Hamburg. And then I think it grew so popular in Hamburg that just in that area, it was uh, known as a Hamburg steak. And it was there where they started cooking uh, Or Salisbury tartar. steak. Or, also or Salisbury. Same with yeah. gravy. It's yeah. ground. So um, they started cooking it in Germany. Um, then it took another leap as uh, the United States started to do its own thing, you know, in like the 1700s, 1800s, <laughs> something called America uh, exploded. Mm-hmm. Um, you had German immigrants to the United States who uh, opened food, food stops, uh, carts, you know, along boardwalks, uh, vendors, and all, all these types of fairs. And so they were serving uh, Hamburg steak. Um, and so, again, kind of people uh, in the sailing industry who had traveled the world uh, flocked to what was comfortable for them. So a uh, comfortable and familiar palate was, again, a Hamburg ground steak. Um, some of the reports that I found kind of uh, varied in when they started adding bread to the mix. But one of the most interesting stories, I, I think we'll stick with it for our podcast, was that at a state fair in uh, the 1920s, there was a vendor uh, serving this Hamburg steak, and they actually ran out of plates at the entire state fair. Oh, interesting. So I gotta be able to pick it up to be able to yeah. eat your meat. Uh, they were like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I know. <laughs> let's we'll take slap it between two pieces of white bread. <laughs> let's take some bread. Wow, I can't believe we haven't been doing this the entire time. <laughs> now it's convenience food. Now it's yeah. convenient, and uh, that's where like the hamburger uh, really started to take off, uh, according to my research. So that's um, cool. I think out of a lot of uh, serendipitous situations, you have like the creation of, of new dishes. Um, you know, I think something like uh, hot Cheeto mac and cheese, like that's probably a serendipitous occurrence. Like somebody accidentally spilled a bunch of hot Cheetos and some mac and cheese, and they're mm-hmm. like, this is incredible. Um, Good you point. Know, I think serendipity. How the best creations are made. Yeah, it has a lot to do with uh, the development of food. Just think forward to like 100 years what there will be. But <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um, in the 30s in the United States, the Great Depression uh, forced a lot of people you know, into poverty, so um, consumers couldn't afford like higher-end uh, cuts of steak, so ground beef became really popular. 
Um, and then in the 50s, with the advent of car culture and the drive-through, um, there's really nothing else people wanted to do than to get into a restaurant or a food stop, uh, get out with a hot, juicy burger, and then, of course, drive down the road. The, there's really no uh, other thing that could be like as Californian or as American, I, I think, as getting like a drive-through burger and eating it in your car or in your lap. And so it kind of comes full circle to the saddlebacked Mongol warriors sitting on their meat. Sitting of, on of their Genghis meat. Khan sitting on their meat. Uh, that sounds so bad. I know. I the know. only time that I sit on meat is when it falls under my lap. Oh. <laughs> it's all about. Re- I don't remember. You said they oh, ate God. it raw? Well, they would eat it raw, yeah. But how long could you have this thing sitting under your. It would only be for a day, right? I think if you. They must have tough tummies. It. Yeah. Tough I, tummies. I think if you treat it well enough or you salt it or cure it you could probably keep it for a while yeah if you cure it not, yeah. yeah usually they'd have to dry i don't know i don't know what's involved with i don't even keep meat for two days horse sweat <laughs> <laughs> it's made of salt oh, my oh gosh. there's our All producer right. again yeah who yeah. just sneezed <laughs> another three times a day <laughs> um sorry for the background noise folks yes <laughs> I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bring your horse sweat with you. <laughs> As I mentioned, uh, car culture in California and grabbing a burger um, takes me to my next point. And I think the like last fact that will probably bring us into our next talking uh, segment is that uh, apparently, In and Out was actually the very first drive-through hamburger stand in California. I read about that. Were so, they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. At at the time, mm-hmm. the norm for a hamburger stand were car hops. So I think the only place that now does a car hop is uh, what is it? Sonic. That's what Sonic, I was thinking. Yeah. It's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, Sonic. But imagine if there were no drive-throughs. Man, a car hop would have been like a. Very popular job back in the day. Right? Yeah. But you're pretty much just like an uh, outside server for people in their cars. I found out that if you put hamburgers in a line together, mm-hmm. just line them up, you would have to circle the earth 32 times Whoa. to get the, that's the volume of hamburgers that people Whoa. eat in America yeah. in one year. Oh it's something God. like 50 billion burgers. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, my God. 32 so, times. So, so just take, a little bit longer than a CVS receipt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you take every burger. Wow, yep. I feel like and you just line it up. You that. go yeah. around the That's earth 32 times. Wow. So like every 10 days, mm-hmm. the United States eats uh, the diameter of the earth. <laughs> <Something burgers>. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, that's incredible. I also found out that the very first fast food ham- hamburger, or deemed <gasps> as the first fast food hamburger. White Castle. Yes. White yes. Castle. Um, White Castle opened in 1921. Okay. And wow. they started serving their burgers for just a nickel. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so... I can see like somebody in the so 1921 a nickel. I can see an in and out guest who had a 1920s White Castle burger for a nickel, going to In and Out mm-hmm. in like the 70s where burgers were 25 cents and mm-hmm. saying, "Do you remember yeah. when burgers <laughs> were only a nickel, a nickel and, <laughs> and now we're paying 25 cents, yeah. five times as much." <laughs> um, 
I mean, we're kind of yeah. like there today. I, I think I used to be able to get an entire <laughs> In-N-Out double-double meal in high school for under a $5 mm-hmm. bill. Yeah. And now it's still a great it's still, deal. It's, it's still yeah, a good it's deal. It's still a great deal. Yeah. I it's went... Like seven bucks or something. A McDonald's meal now? Yeah. Which used to also be easily under five yeah. bucks. Is over $8. Yeah. Wow. But the same thing they yeah. were giving yeah. you mm-hmm. five to ten years ago. Mm-hmm. I would... It would be astonishing for uh, 20 years from now to get a value meal for like $25. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're probably going in that direction. Mm-hmm. I think so. $15, mm-hmm. $25. Oh, man. Can you imagine like a $80 drive through bill? <laughs> no. <laughs> a couple people, college students like going through. I mean, back in my college day, $80 at Jack in the Box was not unheard of. Right. But there were a few more people involved and <laughs> a couple right. more drinks. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so uh, everybody has a, a positive memory with a burger. Um, I, I don't know. Really, uh, I, I think it's like a, a food that people can just find uh, commonalities with, and it's so customizable. Like, even my wife, who's a little more picky with her uh, food, has uh, started to enjoy having burgers, like, with the family. And um, you, it's almost like... Uh, because of all the toppings that you can add on it, let me say that it's kind of like a steak salad sandwich. <laughs> it's a well-balanced meal, yes. depending on what you put on it. It, it, it is. Because it, it could be. have a salad on it. It, it could. could. I try to add as much salad to my much burger protein. as possible. Yeah. Like yeah. fat, juicy tomatoes. Yeah. Oh. I'll even put, uh, instead of, because I don't really love pickles on a burger, mm. I've thrown like cucumbers on a burger mm. before. Cucumbers, interesting. Yes, just to like get that crisp. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, man, I'll have to try to next uh, week bring the name of this ground beef. There's like a, a, a ground beef company that really, I think, is only sold in Stater Brothers. And the ground mm. beef comes in like prepackaged just tubes. And the farm is off of the 5 Freeway, I think, like close to the grapevine. But Natalie's family knew of this. And Harris they, Ranch? Yes, that's exactly it. Harris you ever pass Harris Ranch on the 5? I have not. That's make what they you said. not want to eat a burger. Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, you pass it all the time. <laughs> Um, but yeah, we had Harris Ranch uh, ground beef, and it was incredible. Like, yeah, super bomb. Uh, you just take you it right out eat of the package, mm-hmm. um, and like they're pretty much like the size of sliders. So if you just slice the uh, ground beef like out of the oh, package, out of the tube, think, yeah. out of the tube, that's what Natalie's mom did. They just come out to like perfect burger size. That's and cool. A little bit of seasoning. So. Mm. Yeah, Harris Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stater Brothers always has like good mm-hmm. quality stuff. Stater Brothers has good meat in general. I, I like Stater there. Brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have a good butchery. Yeah. yeah. They just opened up a new one kind of near the district. Mm-hmm. It's huge. A Stater Brothers? Yeah. In, in what would it's that like be? Tustin? Tustin. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you don't see them everywhere. No. Costa Mesa is the furthest south. I've seen. I don't mm-hmm. see them really a lot. Of yeah, it's yeah. a brand new one that just opened up near the district. Um, it's 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 big. It's wow. nice. They've got like a sushi bar thing going. Huh. Oh yeah, everybody's doing the whole yeah. foods thing now. Yeah, all yeah. the different foods, yep. hot foods, cold foods, yep. convenience. Yeah, Stater Brothers really puts a lot into their customer service. I, I think they really like care about the experience that mm-hmm. their their guests have. Uh, funny like side story. Uh, an old roommate of mine uh, is a public accountant. He was working for um, not EY but uh, Deloitte. And so they had Stater Brothers as one of their clients. Mm. And uh, Stater Brothers, uh, like you can tell by the way their employees dress and conduct themselves, they have like formal, very formal uh, culture there. All the uh, people at Stater Brothers are wearing ties, you know, it's like mm. a grocery, it's like a mm. classic grocery store vibe. 
uh, that's carried through even to their corporate culture. Oh. And it's not just like any tie. You actually have to wear like a, a solid color tie. There's no pattern ties allowed. Wow. And they even made all of the Deloitte consultants adhere to the company dress code while they were consulting with Stater Brothers. Oh, wow. So usually Deloitte just kind of like rolls around business casual. Like yeah. they just are a little bit more laid back. But yeah, to go work on the Stater Brothers job, they all had to like adhere to the Stater Brothers dress code. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, so much for that tangent. Thank you guys for bearing with <laughs> us. But um we want to kind of uh, hop to our next debate here. And so sticking with our burger theme, um, we'll just kind of toss this question around. We might all already just be in agreement, maybe not. I guess we'll find out. We haven't talked about it yet, but uh, the age old debate, in and out Shake Shack, or Five Guys. Lolita, what do you think? First of all, have you guys been to all of these places? Yes. Okay, yes. so have I. Have you tried them too? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Shake Shack only once, though. Okay. So I'm yeah. not an authority on Shake Shack. <clears throat> Neither am I. Only once, but that's yeah. enough. Yeah. I still have to go with In-N-Out. Yeah. I think there's just something about it. And, and probably it has to do with my bias of being from Southern California <laughs> and still living in Southern California. Mm-hmm. But I... I I feel like In-N-Out is just everything I could want in a burger. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily the fries, but in a burger. Yeah, not the fries. Yeah. I'm not a huge a- fan of the fries. Amy and I had a yes, side. Yes, a sidebar yeah. on the mm-hmm. fries. Yeah. If I could couple the McDonald's fry with the In-N-Out burger. <clears throat> oh my burger, gosh, that would be heaven. I would have the yeah. perfect meal. Exactly. But yes, In-N-Out for me too. Yeah. Because I will tell you one crucial concept and and what makes a burger good honestly mm-hmm. is the bun mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily mm-hmm. what you know the shape of the bun or the si- it's not that it's whether or not the bun is toasted mm-hmm. and buttered yeah mm-hmm. because if the, that is not so happening nice. <laughs> it's not the best burger it no. really isn't yeah. you wouldn't believe the difference between that and another burger when yeah. you it adds a lot yeah. and in and out does that it, they do they absolutely do. Mm-hmm. I think they butter like the top of the bun too, just like, so lightly. <laughs> it's so it's good. perfect. Oh, it's so good. Grilled onions, special oh sauce. Ugh. I like the fries if you get them animal style. Okay. In which case, I opt to not have any of those toppings on my burger because I think I'm being healthier. Yeah. So if I just put yeah. ketchup and mustard and lettuce and tomato mm. on the burger, yeah, and then I get the fries with the cheese, the oh. grilled onions, and the sauce. Yep. Yeah. See, I just transferred because the mustard and the ketchup are nominal in the calorie <laughs> department and no fat. And yeah. then yeah, mm-hmm. I throw it all on the burger mm-hmm. with a fork, a spork. My Spork. vote also goes to In-N-Out, but I think I have to dissent on the French fry side mm. of things. Mm. My I, husband would too. I, I, he I loves just, them. I literally, <clears throat> I love the In-N-Out French fry. I'll even have it cold 30 minutes later. Everybody oh says gosh. they're only good for two minutes, but <laughs> um, I, I love them regardless of that. I just think they're so substantial, and I just love that you can like see the employees in the back like slicing the potatoes in that the extremely machine extremely friendly employees yeah. yeah they're, they're like disneyland they, cast they members are. huge smile yeah. on their face mm-hmm. just like destroying yeah, these so potatoes nice. just like people to be so nice they right? pay them handsomely i guess because yeah. it's like going to disneyland like run into a person who's not friendly yeah you can't you, you don't can't find it. it it's like they line them up and say if you are rude to any customer yeah we will know i think <laughs> yeah. uh starting rate at in and out is uh, usually above uh, California minimum wage. So oh, I think at the time of good. this, uh, it's like $11 an hour. I think in the future, uh, or maybe currently California minimum wage might be 12 mm-hmm. even. But yeah. I know they're always above minimum wage to start. <clears throat> and then I think an in and out uh, location manager can even make uh, above like 120000 
It's wow. it's pretty mm. unreal. I'm like, in the wrong. I know, I know right? Like, but I, I should be in the burger business. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's it's volume based apparently. Like their uh, pay rate for the management level, and uh, they're expected really to just own that store and yeah. be there twenty four seven or or whenever it's open. So yeah, yeah. It, it's like you're you're nearly a business owner, but. Um, yeah, and, and I think that's how they're able to retain employees. They're able to offer people who um, like the company and like working there, like mm-hmm. a career trajectory, you know, mm-hmm. if they have expansion mm-hmm. plans, and I'm sure that they're hiring from within. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it seems like a, a positive place. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I had some friends from college that even worked <coughs> there too. But yeah, I think In N Out wins. Um, I love the Neapolitan shake. <laughs> um, just. Yeah, I've never I had a shake, there. or maybe I've had. Oh, one. the shakes are good. Yeah. They're heavy. I can't, I, I can't deal with a shake that I can't get anything out of the straw. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. the experience it's, it's I had. There's a good 15 minute window after yeah. you order it. It's <laughs> like, like I a, just want to have a waiting a sip. period. Yeah, you yeah. let it melt. By a the little. time that waiting period is over with, you're like, damn, I shouldn't have even ordered yeah. this. Yeah, like, right. The guilt sets in, yep. so you can't even enjoy it. It's true. Yeah. Whereas others. I'm sorry. It's okay. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I, I had lunch earlier today, uh-huh. and um, you know you sent your email out, and because of your email, I decided to go to the Habit for lunch. Nice. Also and, a good uh, burger. Yeah. Also a good burger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had actually ordered my burger there for the first time, the cheese charbroiled burger. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, with a lettuce lettuce wrap. Okay. And it was actually really good. And I was telling Amy earlier that I had compared that to an In and Out lettuce burger uh-huh. and it just it didn't it was it was better than in and out and huh. my theory is because the in and out patty is thinner mm-hmm. yes right? so it leaves the lettuce mm. burger a little bit more soggier yes. a little bit softer mm-hmm. but at the habit it was it was perfect hmm. i think so in and out burger is yeah. so uh juicy too that when you get it in the lettuce wrap you actually kind of like lose a lot of that moisture right. like exactly it, it flows out <laughs> exactly. I, I tend to spill more on myself if i'm eating a protein style from exactly. in and out mm-hmm. and i think the bun at in and out catches all of that yep. so you still retain that flavor yep. Um, and it doesn't get soggy because it's toasted. Yep. Thank you with the toasted. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think there's like this whole level of tier 1.1 1. 1, uh, burger places like Habit. Um, I would even throw Counter in there. Counter is I, I love Counter. Yeah. Just because um, like it's up to you. Yeah. You yeah. get to choose everything Choose your own you adventure. Want. Yeah. Love Counter. Um, I'd throw Islands in there too. Islands has a decent oh, burger. Yeah. Has a Islands bomb is burger. Decent. Yeah. Decent burger. What about other fast food burgers? Hmm. Carl's, uh, I don't know. Oh, my husband loves the Western. (laughs) He calls it the Western bacon chi. Oh, my gosh. I used to love the Western bacon, too. A la Jack Black. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I think they're the creators of the uh, Western bacon burger, like Mm -hmm. the fried grilled onions, Mm -hmm. the fried onions, barbecue sauce. Oh, everything. Oh, Red Robin, too. Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll say they're a one Whiskey point. River Barbecue. One point, one point oh, yeah, two that's level. A good one. one point is that down or that's below counter. Oh. Yeah. Below the counter? They were kind of the original place to sit down and get a burger for me. Res- Red Ramen, the OG mm-hmm. restaurant burger. Yeah, Ooh. and they were the first ones putting the I think it's called the Royale. <laughs> it might be. That's what they call a that's the one with the egg on it. Okay. Oh, fried okay, egg. Okay, and that was yeah, the first yeah. place I'd ever had a burger with a fried egg. I think that's what they it. call a Big Mac in France, too. A royal. Yeah, royal. with cheese. Uh, from royal. Pulp royal Fiction, I think. Yes. So that John Travolta. You know what they call a Big Mac in France? <laughs> yeah. The Royal. Um, yep. Very good. Been to Fud Ruckers? 
Fuddruckers. Yeah. I haven't been there in eons. A long time, right? And we're getting information from our... Yes. Fuddruckers. Haven't been there. I've been producer. to Knollwood. Knollwood's <laughs> more of like a regional spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we have some other good ones. I'm going to throw <coughs> Ruby's and... Ruby's? Mm-hmm. Ruby's, I think, That's goes in the, the counter and the... Um, and uh, where is it? The habit. It's that like a one point one. Yeah, one point one. I'm gonna put Johnny Rockets down at the Red Robin level, though. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I have to agree, but then I don't know if I just feel a little bit more biased towards Ruby's because they always have them like on the pier or near the water. Yeah. So yeah. part of that is like the the experience. The ambiance. Yeah. yeah. Even in Irvine, it overlooks the lake. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's yeah. a good one. Ruby's has some quality food. They do a nice job. I've never too. had anything there but a burger. Really? I might have their a patty melt. bomb. Huge salads. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, I really don't go delicious. there for a salad. Yeah. It's like <laughs> McDonald's. I don't go there for a salad. <laughs> now, McDonald's, I have to say, yes, everyone can say it's a crappy burger and nobody likes the burger. But I I grew up in a small town, and so whenever you went anywhere to a bigger city, fast food was like it was this premium thing because mm-hmm. you couldn't get it where you were from. The, every burger was homemade. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> McDonald's was my jam. And I remember when I was a kid, I used to eat a cheeseburger, and then when I got older, it wasn't enough, so I'd eat two cheeseburgers. And then my mom kept trying to talk me into the quarter pounder with cheese. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, I can't. I don't. I don't know this burger. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, I took the leap, and it, it. But I have to say, it's not the best burger, but it's one of those comfort mm-hmm. things, yeah. like the taste of it. Yeah. I know it's not the best quality. I know it's yeah. not all that, but I will go for that all the time, anytime. Yeah. Big Mac. I'll, I'll, I'll splurge on a little Mickey D's here mm-hmm. and there. Yeah. yeah. I'll be the first to admit yeah. it. I'm actually still on that uh, phase, Amy, that you were as a kid. I'll get those smaller burgers. <laughs> yeah. I get them sometimes, too. I get, like, two yeah. I go to the yeah. two cheeseburgers. I yeah. That. Two I do hamburgers. the two small burgers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. It's good. They have the little minced onions in there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's good. Yeah. Plus, the breakfast is good. Um, yeah. I had a... a play kitchen when I was like a toddler <laughs> and my play kitchen came with McDonald's like play food. Oh, that's cool. So it's been ingrained in my that's psyche yeah. from the time I could walk. It's an original for me. Yeah. McDonald's. So you even had like the play wrapping paper. So you oh, yeah. Actually, like, I think I remember this. Yeah. Spatula. Yeah. That's really so fun. Cool. Um, well, let's see. So I think kind of like going over to Shake Shack because that was the original uh, debate question Shake Shack in and out. Or Five Guys. The Five Guys, for me, it just tastes like a heart attack, and it feels like a heart attack. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you I have agree. a Five Guys meal, like, a lot of people agree. I know your, like it. Your day is over with. Yeah. Uh, your fries come <laughs> yeah. in that huge brown and bag. Huge. Oh, my God, they're the like fries. Yeah. It's like, like three orders of the In-N-Out fries like in one yeah. bag. Just, bleeds through the bag, yeah. like, gets <laughs> grease all over your clothes. Like, you actually can't even recycle the bag because there's so much grease <laughs> on it. Like, it would ruin an entire pallet of recyclables. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's yeah, the fries are. I like the fries. Okay. Yeah, they're seasoned. Really go there. They're they kind of cool. Have put like a nice seasoning on their Me fries. Too. I think you have. That so does Red Robin. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Sorry, back to Red Robin mm-hmm. <laughs> and their steak fries. So you actually oh. taste potato. Okay. Taste okay. what it once was. <laughs> Uh, Something notable that stands out for me from Shake Shack are the different flavors of shakes that you can get. They kind of have like Mm. a a frozen custard menu. Mm. Um, So these uh, apparently do not, uh, they actually vary from location to location. So at Shake Shack, it's not just the same shake menu at each one. They like specialize it by location. Hmm. So these are some of the most popular ones. Hmm. 
that have just been offered around different Shake Shacks. So there's like a downtown Butter Brown, uh, which has uh, <laughs> vanilla, hazelnut, uh, streusel, and oh, citrus wow. marinated God. raspberries. Oh my God. Know, it's pretty crazy, right? That's gourmet. Uh, there's a. They <laughs> call uh, it a Shake Shack for yeah. nothing. <laughs> and that's at Battery Park. Uh, here's a Miami Beach Shake Shack favorite called the Vice Crispy Treat. <laughs> so <laughs> vanilla custard, marshmallow sauce, and crispy crunchies. Crispy crunchies. Oh man, crispy crunchies what's just sounds that? delicious. What's a crispy? Probably crunchy? rice krispies. Oh, but good they just point. Don't, can't write crispy cr- <laughs> rice krispies. So um, and then at, I think at Brook in the Brooklyn Shake Shack area, it's called the Brooklyn Pie Oh My. So vanilla custard, a slice of four and twenty blackbirds seasonal pie. So I think maybe four and twenty is like a local pie shop. Mm-hmm. That's a very unique way, though, of getting people from outside of your area to go visit other Shake Shacks. Yeah. Because that's a hot commodity, right? Sure, right. sure. <clears throat> you get it. It's kind of like else. Disney people going to like different Disneylands yeah. because they offer different experiences. Yeah. Yep. I don't know if anybody at our organization knows anything about that, but... Uh, right. <laughs> I think a couple of people do. <laughs> um, and then I think... Oh, I'm going to share another funny one from Shake Shack. This is the... Uh, Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about it. it must and be in New York. It's uh, New York, downtown Brooklyn. So this is chocolate custard cinnamon fudge sauce. Chocolate custard and cinnamon this, uh, fudge. And this is Mast Brothers. So much. Oh Dark chocolate chunks. <laughs> yeah. Rich. Forget rich, about rich, it. Rich. But yeah, very rich. Um, I like the Shake Shack uh, crinkle cut fry. It's kind of cool. Like these three places, they all have their own fry style. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think In-N-Out wins out. We're all Californians, so or not. Amy's not a native, necessarily. No, but I have lived here longer than I lived anywhere else, so yeah. I guess I am now. We welcome you. Thank you. We yes. welcome you. <laughs> I do like in and out. Not that you need our approval even, or anything. I will say, even I, I love the Food Network, and I follow a lot of the chefs on Instagram, and yeah. even even some of them, like Ann Burrell and a couple of them, when they come here for anything, because they live on the East Coast, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's before they leave, mm-hmm. they must mm-hmm. have in and out. I think if I ever moved to the East Coast or somewhere without it, I would miss it more than I do now. And I rarely eat there. I'd probably go to In-N-Out like yeah. just a couple times a year, but mm-hmm. I don't think about it. And then if I was on the East Coast, I can't have it. So then I'm going to yeah. think about it more. So you're going to yeah. want it. Yeah. Um, but yep. uh, that's just how it is. So mm-hmm. I think I want to share uh, one of my favorite burger restaurants that's not a chain uh, locally. And I mentioned it before, but it's called... Uh, the Riders Club in San Clemente. Oh, yeah. mm. uh, great little kind of hole-in-the-wall, uh, like low-key gastro pub um, burger and, and like craft brew spot. And um, I love going there. I'm really in San Clemente and really there just to hang and have burgers. But uh, I used to have this kind of uh, dine, dining club with my old co-workers. And one of the places we went to was the Riders Club. So uh, I wanted to share a review. It's a four and a half star uh, rated Yelp location. So Riders Club is very <clears> popular. <throat> they have really good reviews and really good food. Uh, but the review that I'm going to share with you guys is on the negative end of things. Uh, just because it's, I know, I, I mean, I'm going to give them a five star review. I, I highly recommend checking it out if you like uh, craft beer and um strong beer and like flavorful burgers you have to go there this is a place that does a really good job with the bun like amy was talking about i think they have like a almost like a crispy brioche bun on their burgers Mm. and um, yeah that's how i do at home really fresh and so um this is a let's see I, i don't have the name of this reviewer they must be uh unknown but what Anti-writer they want what they club. want to say is Anti-writer club. 
The only flavor these burgers have is grease, (laughs) (laughs) which is kind of not that bad. Uh, Burger itself is very mushy, and the bun just falls apart, leaving you with a pile of squishy mess of a meal. Squishy mess of a meal. The beet thing is kind of rad, but besides that, I really don't find anything special about this place, and they're super overpriced. They're not that overpriced, so the review is over. I don't think they're that overpriced for a restaurant burger, especially a high quality. It wouldn't quality. be so popular. That place is kind of a staple down mm, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't recall, but Amy, are you familiar with the beet thing? Do they serve beet? I am not. Okay. Is it like a beet burger? We'll it, have to look it into might it. Be. Or maybe they like, serve them in a jar I will take the plunge yes, and Amy. revisit. Amy is our South County <laughs> correspondent. Yeah, that, I was wondering. Like, I was like, get out of my territory. That's my, that's my spot. Um, I have a handful of work to do for the uh, Long Beach burger scene. But um, actually, there was another Long Beach burger spot I wanted to share. And we were duped by their marketing images oh. a couple weeks ago. Natalie and I wanted burgers. And we've been driving by this place. It's called Burger I Am. Burger I Am. Have you heard of this, Lolita? No. I think they have a Is couple of other locations. It's new. It's I, like a like Burger Instant Message. Like <laughs> it's literally Burger Space I Am, <laughs> and um, it, it's new. It seems kind of like hip and and whatnot. And um, their burgers have great marketing material. Their website has like a self ordering uh, aspect to it. Uh, we called some burgers in for pickup, and the way that they position their food with their fries and the uh, drink cups on their website and even like in their Yelp advertising makes the burgers look like super large. Okay. Uh, did you decide to split? They're sliders. Oh. <laughs> we, did not, we did not decide to split. Really? But yeah, they're literally just like sliders. And How many do you get in an order? I, uh, <clears throat> You get one in order. <laughs> Unless, Slider. Like, yeah, like your uh, order, which uh, a typical like meal, <laughs> which would be like around $10. That's uh-huh. like a single burger. What? And really? it's a slider. Does it have anything on it? It's got special, they have special beef. They actually have like a Wagyu beef option, which uh, I don't know. It's probably not Wagyu beef, but yeah, the it burger, comes with toppings. I am not. comes with onions yeah, and burger, lettuce. but I am not. Yeah, they're essentially, a, it's a slider spot and... Um, yeah, very disappointing. If it's overpriced. a slider spot, they should offer you two or three in an order. <laughs> That's usually they how they call, come. Or they should just call them sliders. <laughs> yeah, sliders, um, I am. So wow. keep an eye out for Burger I Am. I would not have called them out if the burgers were super tasty, but they really weren't. And, and you're uh, paying the same price you would for a yeah. regular size burger. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, got like you can a, see it. Like in the picture, it yeah. really does look like a... Full size it does. Burger. Look, it's right next to a drink. Yeah. It looks like a full yeah. size <laughs> yeah. It looks big. It does. Ugh. Shame False on you, Burger. Marketing. Shame on it's you. called One Perfect Burger. Yeah. Is the name of that. <laughs> One. Get full off of that. And then it keeps going. So you can do two tasty burgers, <laughs> yeah. three tempting burgers, or you can get a party box with 16. Yeah, but like, it's oh. kind of like, well, wow, three burgers. Who would do that? Like, that's so much. <laughs> now but, you know. Yeah, now I know. Um, and you probably could have. <laughs> I could have, yeah. I think I, like, made a frozen pizza that night. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was my burger experience and my my share with you guys this week. Thank you, Brett. Yeah, you're welcome. All right. You, I'll go next. You go. Yeah. So I, I, oh, I picked my review this week on In-N-Out. 
Oh. Yeah. Never and looked at a review on In-N-Out before. I, no, exactly. <laughs> I hadn't either. And close to our work home here, we do have an In-N-Out right across the street from us. Also it, the headquarters also of Also the In-N-Out. headquarters, yep. Also yeah. across the street. So I really like that location. I feel like they've always been efficient there. There's been, there, there is a lot of foot traffic at that, at this location. But I always get my food in a timely amount of time. Everything comes out hot. I've never had a bad experience at this In-N-Out. No. I don't think I've ever had one anywhere. Right. No. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Alice W. of uh, Irvine. Alice might have. <laughs> <laughs> she definitely did. And she had to write about it. Yeah. This place is like an animal farm. What? With little kids, big kids, and <laughs> high school kids running around the place shouting and horsing around. Wow. Why can't I just have my cheeseburger and Coke in peace? Because you're at a popular restaurant. <laughs> no. It's in and out. Yeah. Normally the line's out the door. I couldn't even get my Coke right tonight. Wait, I? I think she means they. Hmm. Couldn't even get my Coke right tonight because apparently a smart employee decided to switch the fountain drink line from diet to regular. No. Oh. And I ended up having to sip fake sugar. What? Oh. Gag. <laughs> I swear, parents take their kids, their neighbors' kids, their kids' friends, friends of friends, or kids <laughs> to this In-N-Out for field trips. It sounds like a commercial. Like she's actually speaking highly of them. She took a lot of time there. to do this. She really did. Yeah. Everybody goes there. The kids were so loud, I can barely hear the cashier girl taking my order. And then she posted a picture of herself in the drive-through line. Oh, nice. With a comment that says, "Ugh, getting the line getting between me and my burger." No bueno. So she wants the burger. So she wants the burger. <laughs> right. And and <sighs> this, she actually had two other bad reviews after that as updates of this in oh, and out, continue. too. She wow. continued yeah, to she do it. Going. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Crazy. Should I use my new, our new sound thing? Yeah. Sound <laughs> machine for her? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. Sound Brought effects. to you by Soundbox. <laughs> our producer's Soundbox. <laughs> Oh, nice. Well, that nearly commercial for In-N-Out was enjoyable. (laughs) Everybody's going there. Yeah. (laughs) All right. My turn. Um, I don't even know if I need to read this review, but there's a point to it. So one of my favorite burger places besides aforementioned everything is not a burger place. It's a hot dog place. Oh. And it's called Jerry's Wood-Fired Dogs. Oh. Have you heard of this? I think I've heard of it. Okay. There's a few of them. So There's good. a few of them. Huh. There's one in Ladero where I live. Okay. And we frequent it because they have the best hamburgers. Their hamburgers are so good. It yeah. should be called Jerry's Wood-Fired Hamburgers. <laughs> and this person who gave it five stars <clears throat> agreed with me. Like, the, I know I know the name leads you to believe this place serves hot dogs, and they do, but this yeah. place serves the best hamburgers. And oh, then she mentions yeah. lots of add-ons available, too. So when your burger is ready, or your hot dog, you go over to the pickup station... And it's lined with sauces. They have everything yeah. from Cle- Cleveland Stadium mustard to Thousand Island, oh. anything you want. And then all the toppings. Yeah. Grilled onions, raw onions, sauerkraut, oh whatever my God, you want. sounds so good. Their fries are divine. Some oh of the gosh. best. Their tater tots are tater divine. Tots. Yeah. So good. And, you know, Jeez. if you want a beer, you can have a beer or whatever. But it's ca- very casual. Very ca- You order and then they bring it to your mm. table. They used to have peanuts while you were just sitting waiting for your oh, burger. Really? You could crack peanuts. I think it maybe didn't keep the place clean enough for them or something because <laughs> they got rid of that part. This but place sounds incredible. The other thing I will say is that the ownership 
and I think his son works there too. They are the nicest, most accommodating people. Nice. It's like a mom and pop yeah. situation. And when you're done eating, nine times out of ten, if you go in there for dinner, they'll go in the back and come back out with whatever ice cream they have in the freezer. Wow. Yeah. Klondike bars, oh. drumsticks, Dude. and just pass them out to you for free. You guys want some yeah. ice cream before you leave? That's Dude. so cool. Yeah, they're nice really, touch. really, really cool. Yeah. Wow. So. Okay. I have I to try to, their burgers then. Oh, they are yeah. so good. It, the key to the, I mean, as I said, it's a good bun, but the, the meat I in that one is saw also some good. Of the pictures and even the hot dog buns look delicious. And too. the hot, and the my hot mom is oh my born and bred Chicago, and she's yeah. all about a Chicago dog, and yeah. she thought theirs, and I think they're originally from Chicago? Uh, Cleveland, yeah, mm. maybe. Okay. Midwest, Somewhere in, yeah, yeah. but um, anyway, she said it was completely legitimate wow mm-hmm. i'll have to check that out mm-hmm. it's good mm. it looks like there were some other locations too so yeah there are a few yeah yeah oh very nice mm-hmm. well thank you for sharing amy you're welcome i don't I recommend it. a saturday afternoon because yeah. the entire t-ball team and their friends <laughs> and the soccer and team will be there and their neighbor's kids yeah. right but we yeah. go at night on a weeknight usually when there's like three other people in there and okay that's cool Awesome. Yeah. But they they give out the ice cream regardless. Okay. Yeah, they're really, really nice. Yeah, it sounds like sweet people. Yeah, um, yeah looking forward to trying it. So, yeah, thank you guys for sharing. Uh, this was a super fun episode. I know we've been talking about burgers over the last couple episodes, maybe here and there, but uh, it was fun to just really focus in, and, uh, in on it this week. And uh, I don't think it'll be the last time we do a burger episode, you know? Maybe we do... Uh, different types of burgers um we could do burger variations we could you mm-hmm. know just get uh, crazy with it in the future so um homemade until we, burgers uh, uh, yeah homemade burgers oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. so until we meet again meet make burger meat. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that, that took a, a little one. longer than oh, i thought but <laughs> let's hear what's <laughs> thank you yes <laughs> um until we meet again, this has been the OC Ely Podcast, our special burger episode. Um, we'll see you guys next week, and uh, have a great weekend. Bye. Bye. Happy eating. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention, and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu.